said it's Monday, let's go By the way, this is Fed nine six five. Yes, that's F E D nine six five. And uh, welcome to Baby Blue Vibe. It is a Monday, yeah, September 26, 2022, yes it is, yes it is, and um, yours truly is currently wearing a uh, navy blue uh, t-shirt and dark blue pants. And I am currently barefoot, and I am currently sitting cross-legged on the bed with a pillow behind my lower back, and I am, you know, my shoulders are up against the headboard of the bed, and, um, you know, the, uh, you know, the French window, yes, is uh, closed uh, today. Um, yes, it is closed today, but the blinds are up, so I can indeed, you know, see out in, uh, to the great beyond, and, you know, we just have, uh, blue skies with the occasional cloud, and it is, uh, you know, a beautiful day here in España, and yes, 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 yes. Um, oh, and I'm currently sipping on a, a delicious beverage out of a you know a small glass. And I would say that the beverage is, uh, I would say, the color. I would say, I would say a very pale. I would say a very pale yellow, possibly, or perhaps it's a better put, you know, a pale straw color, almost, but, you know, very pale, yes, yes, let me see, it's absolutely delicious, um, I think, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very, you know, difficult color to really nail down here. Let me see if I can get some more colors here. Is it pale yellow? Perhaps pale yellow. You know, like a, like a, you know, like a pastel almost. Yeah, so I'm looking at a, a color uh, palette here. And, you know... I would say, yeah, it's very, it's like a light yellow. Um, it could be a, um, a very you know, pale yellow here, yellow, uh, light yellow. Um, uh, 
light yellow might be actually you know a very good approximation of what we're dealing with today oh, a faded yellow that's a, an interesting one it could also be close to a faded yellow I like that one a faded yellow yes perhaps it is a faded yellow yes yes perhaps it is um so when we think about that you know perhaps it's a faded yellow color point is it's absolutely delicious point is it is a monday september 26 2022 point is if you're not going um you know don't blame me you know definitely don't blame me um blame somewhere else excuse me blame someone else yes blame someone else don't blame me but blame someone else if you have to don't i hope you don't have to because you should be going yes um so you know figure it out figure it out why you're not going you know start at the beginning if you have to to really you know try to you know uh, find a solution here as to why you're not going because that is a problem yes it is and you know moving right along though you know the price of bitcoin is currently eighteen thousand eight hundred and eighty usd and the block height is seven five five seven eight one and of course one bitcoin is equal to one bitcoin yes it is yes it is um so you know there's a few different things to cover here today but why don't we just go into the headlines uh washington post at least 13 killed many wounded in school shooting in izivik uh russia from siena georgia maloney claims victory to become italy's most far-right prime minister since mussolini yep jesus Fox News, U.S. veterans captured by Russian forces return to Alabama. Oof. Um, well, that's good. Uh, from CNN, hundreds of thousands without power in Atlantic Canada after Fiona rumbles north. From the AP, powerful typhoon leaves five rescuers dead in north of Philippines. From the Independent, tropical storm Eon, uh, live uh, summer, or colon, uh, Florida warned to be, uh, quotes, ready, end quotes, as Ian expected to rapidly intensify into hurricane. Uh, from BBC News, pound hits record low after tax cut plans. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, absolutely horrible, you know, uh, or at least, you know, a lot of it is not all of it, of course. But, you know, uh, it's just, you know, it's important to see, you know, what we're dealing with uh, on this Monday, September 26, 2022. Um, you know, you know, you know, you know. Um, but, you know, I also, I did want to cover, oh, by the way, I did go on a fantastic run this morning. It's starting to cool down a little bit uh, in this area of España, you know, where I kind of find myself. So it was, you know, actually nice, you know, to you know, go on a morning, you know, run in, uh, you know, shorts, but with a, a long sleeve uh, shirt. It's really just fantastic, you know, way to, you know, start the week. And, uh, you know, I highly recommend it. 
Uh, also did manage to get you know a few uh, pull-ups in there as well. Nothing too excessive, but you know just something to. You know, just something to do, basically. Just something to do. Um, that's what it's all about here in life. And, of course, Baby Blue Viper being one subsection of life. And, of course, also being one subsection of the newsletter, Hints and Guesses, which, of course, you know, can be found at www.fed965.com. Yes, that's www.fed965. Nine six five dot com, um, but you know, and did also, you know, want to cover a little bit of this and that, and uh, you know, you know, uh, so speaking of this and that, I do have to, you know, get ready for this, uh, you know, important, uh, you know, meeting I'm having tomorrow. Actually, you know, just got off the phone with, uh, um. Uh, with the secretary who, you know, uh, was uh, confirming, uh, you know, the meeting, uh, you know, for tomorrow. And I was actually very pleased to get a confirmation call. Um, it's a, a great way, you know, to start, you know, things off. Um, you know, not only to start the week off, but, you know, to, to start off the, um, the meeting. Because it is, in a way, the uh, precursor to the meeting. Um, is, you know, of course, the confirmation call. Very important. So I was, you know, very happy to see that, you know, everything's, you know, already, you know, uh, moving in the right direction. And, uh, you know, things are going uh, smoothly. Um, point is, I did also want to talk about, you know, the importance of um, not only on, you know, because uh, it is important as well, so we can briefly mention it. The importance of, you know, uh, staying on the path and following the path that has been, um, you know, laid out by others. Uh, of course, this is very important. Don't get me wrong. Um, uh, it is very important to, you know, um, to have mentors and to have, you know, people that you look up to who have, you know, perhaps, um, you know, already, you know, reached a level of, uh, of success in existence. Remember, we're not talking about just monetary success here. We're talking about success in existence. This can be very different things. I mean, uh, in one way to look at things, there, you know, a, uh, you know, like a, like a mystic in the desert, uh, you know, could be viewed as successful in his own way or in her own way or in a, you know, they are their own way. Um, uh, and they might, you know, not have a, a penny to their name, but they are rich in wisdom. Um, so in that way, that person is successful as well. Point I'm trying to make here is that, you know, it is important to stay and follow a path um, that is set down by others because, you know, um, it is set down by others for a reason, right? It, because it is, um, you know, safe to go on that path. You know, for the most part, of course, there are exceptions. There might be, there might be an ambush waiting and it might, uh, you know, lead to a dead end. It might lead to a, uh, um, you know, a, just a, a cliff. These are all possibilities, um, but let's not forget that they, those are, you know, 
um, outliers more than anything. The norm is that um, a path that has already you know been laid out before you is for the most part going to be safe, um, and it's usually got you know um, you know clear demarcations for a reason. Because, you know, that's where, you know, people, you know, traverse, um, there's no, for the most part, there's not going to be any hazards on that path. That's the whole point of having a path. Um, you know, the Romans, we don't have to go into the Romans again today, but the Romans were masters of, uh, of you know, many feats of engineering. But uh, also specifically, we've talked about the aqueducts, and that is, you know, one of the most important uh you know contributions that, that the romans really mastered but as well as you know the laying of uh and the paving of roads this is also one of the greatest uh uh skills that the romans had they were uh, absolute experts in uh, you know planning and laying out roads that you know would go from rome obviously but all the way to uh España, or as it was known at the time, Hispania, uh, uh, which was a, a fundamental part of the Roman Empire for uh, centuries. Point is that the the way that you know uh, people and goods were uh, moved and moved were you know by way of course ships, but also by roads, and of course. You know roads that were you know clearly marked um, as belonging to Rome. Um, they were known as being uh, safe roads, right? Because they were um, not only were they of course very well laid out. Um, you know the you know the tracks for the you know for the carriages and the caravans. Um, you know were laid out there so that they would uh, you know the the caravans and uh, you know chariots or you know the like wouldn't have to worry about you know bumps and you know potholes and they would be fixed those kind of things you know the simple things that we think about like modern day roads the romans were the ones who started this whole thing uh, and really you know mastered it perhaps they didn't start it but they mastered it um, and as well the safety part uh, you know roman roads were known to be extremely safe because you would have garrisons at you know at waypoints along the roads so you would have a uh, roman soldiers patrolling those roads um of course because they were uh, you know their property of rome those roads were um, if i'm not mistaken you perhaps actually had to pay tolls as well which of course you know were part of the um the financing of the roads and of course they moved you know uh you know supplies you know from different corners of the empire to rome and you know of course they move soldiers as well so this vast um you know um, um system of uh, roads it's uh, you can still see them uh, of course they're not all in tip-top condition anymore but uh, the most famous one if i'm not mistaken is the the via apia um let me double check that the via apia it was one of the more famous of the of the Roman uh, roads. Um, let's uh, get a confirmation here. 
The Appian Way uh, in Latin and Italian, Via Appia, is one of the earliest, and I'm reading from Wikipedia, by the way, is one of the earliest and strategically most important Roman roads of the ancient Republic. It connected Rome to Brindisi in southeast Italy. Its importance is indicated by its common name recorded by statues of Appia Langurum, Regna Virarum, the Apian Way, the Queen of the Long Roads. The road is named after Apius Claudius Caecus, the Roman censor who began and completed the first section as a military road to the south in 312 BC during the Samnite Roads. Um, the need for roads, the Apian Way was a Roman road used as a main route for military supplies since its construction for that purpose in 312 BC. Apian Way was the first long road built specifically to transport troops outside the smaller region of Greater Rome. This was essential to the Romans. A few roads outside the early city were Etruscan. Remember the Etruscans? Remember we did a show on the sexual practices of the Etruscans? And it went mainly to Atria. By the late Republic, the Romans had expanded over most of Italy and were masters of road construction. Yes. Their roads began at Rome, where the master itinerarium, or list of destinations along the roads, was located and extended to the borders of their domain. Hence the expression, quote, all roads lead to Rome, end quote. And of course, you can go in and, you know, really deep and dive on, um, you know, uh, on the Roman roads and their construction. If you are so inclined, and I highly recommend that you do, and perhaps I actually will revisit this uh, myself, because it is absolutely fascinating. It really is. Um, the point is my dear friends, that it is very important to um, to follow, you know, a, a well-trodden path, a safe path. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. Give me one second. And I highly encourage you to do so, specifically if you are a beginner or a novice. Now you are probably asking, Fed965. Pen 965, how is one a beginner and a novice in this situation? Well, my dear friend, I can already tell that you yourself are a beginner and a novice for having asked that question. Um, and of course, um, you know, we don't have time to really you know, go into all this right now, but um, let's just say... Uh, the beginner and the novice should absolutely, you know, start off by following, you know, the well-trodden path. Absolutely. Until, you know, the novice, the beginner, reaches the point, you know, where they are finally able, you know, to... And you can do this in steps. Um, you don't have to do it all at one time, but, you know, to start going off-road. Okay, now you have to be careful because off-road can get dangerous extremely quickly, extremely quickly. There's a lot of things that can happen once you start going off-road. Everything from, you know, you're, uh, you're going to, you, know, you can sprain your ankle if you're on foot, right? Because there's going to be rocks. There's, I mean, you're off the path now. Who knows? There's gonna, you're in the tall grass here. You can't see if there's a hole somewhere etc etc you could fall uh, of course if you're in a vehicle you can break down um, the list goes on and on of things that happen if you're going off-road 
So that's one thing to keep in mind. Absolutely. So that's why I suggest that you do this in baby steps. You know, you go off road for a second and you return back to the well-trodden path until you've, you know, started to, to build up the experience to take longer, you know, trips off road. And you're probably still asking, but what, you know, why would someone do that? Why would someone do that? Well, my dear, my dear friend, someone would do that for just a long list of reasons. One, um, for fun. One's for fun. Um, number two, because it could be a shortcut. Yes, uh, because sometimes the well-trodden path is um, goes the longer route because it follows easy terrain um, where the path could be laid out. Okay, now you can you know start to dive into all the implications of that. Point is that that um, and there could be a shortcut off road. So you have, you know, the, the shortcut reason could, could be dangerous. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, could still be a shortcut. Um, there could be some hidden discoveries that nobody knows about off-road because no one's gone there. Because people have been staying on the path. So who knows what's out there? There could be, you know, lost cities. There could be gold. There could be, you know, uh, you know, beautiful nymphs. There, there, I mean, the list goes on and on of what could happen once you go off-road. Um, so that's another reason. Um, it, there's really endless reasons to why one should go off road, but at the same time, it is, uh, you know, dangerous and you have to be prepared for, you know, you know, perhaps you will never be able to find your way back, you know, to the path. It's definitely possible. I'm not here to tell you that it's not possible that you could get lost if you go off road. And, um, you know, that's something that you have to take into consideration, you know, when you do your, uh, your uh, risk assessment. Um, but all I can say is that there are, as well as risks, there are rewards to going off-road. Okay? And, um, and so let's say it also has to do with, um, you know, the, um, uh, uh, you know... The importance of, uh, so this is what we're getting to. Um, so, you know, now, you know, we've moved up, you know, you're not a beginner or a novice anymore once you're, you know, going off-road, um, you know, with um, a certain amount of confidence. Um, and then eventually, you know, what you can do is you can start to create your own path, okay? Because this is how paths, you know, get laid here. Right. Once they how they get laid out is uh, well, someone has to be the first one to lay those first bricks, or you know, to if it's a dirt path, you know, to you know, stomp on the um, on the dirt there on the grass to create the dirt. Um, someone's gonna be the first one. So you know, you can start to be you know creating your own path. Um, so the off road there, if you know, once you've done it a few times there, you know, and you found a path. You know that you're comfortable with that uh, that you think has value for one reason or another. Perhaps you found a you know a, a lost city. Well, then that's when you start to lay out a path back to where you started from, right? And then you um, you know go back and forth on that path that you created so that it becomes a path for others. You see that? Um, and uh, you might have to do some bushwhacking, uh, but you also remember that the bushwhacking is the fun part. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I just want you to think about these things of, uh, you know, uh, 
following the well-trodden path, but also, you know, going off-road, uh, bushwhacking, and uh, creating your own path. And if you are so inclined, you can make this a path for others. Because it doesn't have to be a path for others if you don't want it. You could make it a private path. It's absolutely possible. Um, you know, you can make it a hidden path and not advertise it that it's a path for others, that it's open to the public, that it's open for others. You could just tell a few people about this path. You could tell no one. You could only tell someone who pays um, for the information, right? Um, you could be like, oh, okay, pay me the money and I can tell you about this shortcut, this path that I created over there. You are under, you know, no obligation, you know, unless it's in, you know, uh, get into you know politics here and uh, private and public property and you know public land and the like. Um, but that's you know we're really that's if you're talking about uh, paths on the terrestrial plane on Earth, could be a path in uh, uh, in the sky. You know flight paths could be a metaphysical path. Um, it could be a, a path in space. Uh, you know going into other things there but uh point is i think you see what we're trying to say here and if you don't please rewind and try try again uh and with that you know i hope you have just a fantastic monday wherever you are and uh remember that the bushwhacking is the fun part and i will see you soon